Welcome back, my loves. It is time for a new episode of the Moments with Matthew podcast, and I'm excited to bring it to you this week, especially after last week's kind of deep and cathartic episode of sharing some of the pain and the uh, hurt and how we move ourselves out of it after we sit with it for a time. So I'm excited to share some empowering moments with you this week. So I've got my tea poured. It is time for this week's episode of A Moment with Matthew podcast. As many of you know, I consider myself a little bit of a love and life coach of no way is that in a professional uh, manner. I just take things that have happened and things I've observed and things I've studied and I try to put my own little spin on it and give it explanations that will hopefully help others and help them move forward in their lives. But one of the things I don't tend to talk about much, though I do think it is a huge part of who I am, is I like to consider myself an empowerment coach. And I want to empower people to love themselves more. I want to empower people to spread out their wings and surge and soar to the heights that they want to get to, that they have felt that have held them back. And this one is a little more personal to me because the empowerment side is something that I haven't always felt about myself. I haven't felt empowered to do other things. For a long time, I didn't feel empowered to even love myself let alone others. So the idea of being an empowerment coach and taking a lot of what I have learned in my own empowerment has been um, extremely helpful to me. And I do see the empowerment and love slash life coaching uh, as going hand in hand because I didn't feel empowered to offer these ideas Um, And I didn't feel like I could offer advice or ideas of how to empower others to spread love and love themselves and move forward into the world in a more compassionate and loving way then I don't think I would obviously be doing this podcast and wouldn't have been doing my um, YouTube or my blog. So I I think it's been extremely important for me to focus on the empowerment, but I've kind of pushed it to the side in a way that I looked at it almost as a, an offshoot of the love and life coach when I really need to put the three together an empowerment, love and life coach. Um, I think all of those are and extremely important pieces to tie together so that we can be successful in the things that we are attempting to accomplish. Now, why do I explain this? Well, last week, obviously, you found out some uh, personal things about my uh, professional life. Uh, Things are, are not going, like I said, the way that I had planned them, the way I thought they would roll out. Um, I thought I would have a little bit more control and a little bit more say in moving forward in my life. And sometimes 
like I, I said last week, it really does take a kick in the ass to get us to say, well, shit, I should have been doing this all along. And I will say I had thought about uh, leaving teaching. I thought about leaving teaching for the last 18 years I've been teaching. but um, And I have left once before and started back again. And it, it became the easy way out for me. Uh, a friend of mine said, well, why don't you you dig in and, and keep teaching, stop trying to take the easy way out. And to me, teaching was the easy way out. I was good at it. It was something that I could do. It was something that I could make money at. And, you know, e even, even now teachers are, um, desperately needed. There is a teacher shortage and I recognize that. And I, I, understand. And even though I am trying to get out of education, that does not mean that teaching is not a valuable career. It is just not the one that I will be moving forward in. I did 18 years. I have given a lot to students and families, and I am proud of what I have done. And now it is time to move on to do what I would like to do next in my life. You know, Shakespeare and a lot of our, um, Renaissance and even our um, more modern poets or uh, playwrights wrote in multiple acts. I mean, now we have act one and act two intermission so we can go buy snacks and then uh, finish out the show. Before that, though, dramatic plays were multiple acts. That reflects our lives, multiple acts. We do not have to have one single act in our life. That is the only act that we will portray. That is the only act that we will be presenting to the world. It does not need to be that way. For decades, we have been told you're going to get a job. You're going to stay in that job until you retire. And then when you retire, you're going to do retirement things, sleep late, and then you're going to die. Well, that's not what the world wants anymore. People want fulfillment. People want the ability to move around. People want the ability to be curious and experiment and expand and change and do more for themselves. So yes, it was painful to lose my position, not my job, my position. I can easily go find a teaching job. I can still find a teaching job with my current county. I am not, I have not lost my job, but I have to ask myself, is this what I want to do? Is this what you have been trying to convince yourself to do? And the universe has finally given you the opportunity to say, hey, we've been hinting at this. You've been smacking this idea around. Now I'm going to smack you around and get you started. And that is truly what has happened. And as painful as it is, I'm grateful for it because it is empowering me to start looking for what I want to do in the next act of my life. Let me say that again. Sometimes we get kicked in the ass by the universe because we need that not so gentle nudge to move into the next act of our life. 
recently when I was considering leaving teaching and starting to look for other jobs, I was very particular. It had to have a certain income. It had to have a certain um, level of interest for me. And I'm not saying that I'm I'm applying for jobs that don't have interest for me. That that's important to me. I I want to enjoy the job that I'm going to be doing. I want to um, I want to really feel fulfilled and empowered in my new role, whatever that may be. But being told, hey, you don't have this security net of this position that you've always had really kicked me into high gear to say, why not apply for things that you might not have thought about before? Why do you have to limit yourself to only these few ideas? Because there is a mindset, and it could be my own mental mindset, but it it, it has tended to be what I have found in um, searching for jobs over the years that people aren't as mindful of what teachers bring to a career, a position. And so I've had to be very mindful of what my career has offered me. Organization, leadership, being able to work with multiple personality types that clash and that sometimes get along too well and how to keep those multiple different personality types, learning types together and move them forward for their own growth. And if you don't think that that translates into other job aspects You've got to open your mind and I'm empowering you to do that today because it's not just about teaching. Are you thinking about a job change? Are you thinking about a life change? Are you thinking about a physical move? Are you thinking about a romantic breakup, a time to uh, end things and start anew? Or are you thinking of a time to shift your romantic possibilities or a friendship um, in a way that will either deepen or end a friendship or a relationship. These are all things you need to be mindful of and you can take every single aspect of your life personally, romantically, professionally, spiritually, and say to yourself, what are the strengths that I have developed from this that will help me move forward in this current issue that I'm dealing with. For me with job hunting, I have had to say, okay, what are your strengths? Teachers don't just grade papers and teach. They do so much more. And that can translate into hundreds of different positions. You just have to know how to talk about it. You just have to know how to say, hey, this is really what we do. And this is why I would be beneficial to your company. What does that have to do with taking a friendship to the next level? 
think about all of the things that you are strong with. Maybe it's being a great listener. Maybe it is offering that sage piece of advice without making it seem like you're an idiot if you don't follow what I'm saying. Maybe it's the compassion and care and attention you give to those you love. But when you're ready to become someone's friend, deepen a friendship, deepen a relationship, or finally say to yourself, I deserve better than what I am getting from this situation. It is good to start with. What are my strengths? What do I know? And what should I be accepting and not accepting here? Because these are important things to remember. And that is what is foremost in my mind as I I job shop, as I look around. It is foremost in my mind for when I get interviews and move forward, and it should be foremost in your mind in what you are doing in that part of your life right now that needs you to feel empowered to move forward with. If you are feeling stuck, if you are feeling like you can't make a move, make your list. What are your strengths in this area? Do you need to tell your spouse that, hey, these things have to change for us to move forward? Do you need to say to your spouse, this just isn't working for me anymore? Do you need to say to your partner, I am ready to take this relationship to the next level? Start with your strengths. Start with your offers. What do you have to offer? What are your strengths? What are the things that you know you are damn good at when it comes to the situation you are dealing with? Then look at your expectations. What do you expect? What do you want? And what are some of the unrealistic expectations? Would I love to walk into a job right now and earn $200,000 a year? Fuck yeah. And is that likely? Probably not. However, any employers listening that want to offer me $200,000 a year, I'm right here. But you have to recognize where your expectations are appropriate and not appropriate. When it comes to relationships, If your expectations are all about what they will do, you are always going to be disappointed. If your expectations are how you will grow, how you will handle something, those are the positive expectations you can be looking at. Do not project your expectations onto others. Do not project your expectations onto things that you do not have control of. I can't apply for a job and expect a large six-figure salary. I can hope. 
I can be grateful if it comes along, but I cannot expect it because I guarantee you I will be disappointed. First job I applied for out of the gate was probably a really high paying job, one that I was not qualified for. And boy, when I got that rejection, I sure was like, oh, damn it. Because I was just starting to look, I still had my job secured. So I was like, okay, why not? Let's try. Let's see what's, what happens. But I had expectations that couldn't be fulfilled. I am empowering you to take the next step in your life. I am telling you that you are ready. Now it's time to tell yourself you're ready to move through the fear. And a lot of ways to do that are to start being mindful of what you have to offer, of what you bring to the table without unrealistic expectations. You deserve the best, my loves. I deserve the best, my loves. We all deserve the best. And I want you to move forward empowered, knowing that you have so much to offer that you may not even recognize yet. I'm still trying to figure out, well, what types of jobs should I be looking for? What types of things should I be doing? That is part of the strength work I am doing. But until we recognize those things, how are we going to empower ourselves to move forward if we aren't willing to look and say, I really am good at that. I probably shouldn't say I'm good at that because, you know, I got to work on that a little more and you can work on it and grow. But for now, know what your strengths are so that you can put that forward. You can put that forward in your relationships. You can put that forward in your professional life. You can put that forward in your search for spirituality because you deserve the best. You are worthy of the best. And I want you to have the best. Now that we are empowered, let's talk about what is making us grateful this week. And I have to say for me, my gratitude is the people who have stood up and said, we support you. We love you. I have gotten a lot of support lately. I have gotten uh, a lot of people reaching out and um, sharing their thoughts and their uh, feelings, not only about the overall professional situation, but just how I have affected them, how um, our relationship is seen as valuable to them. And for me, that has been a huge awakening because even as I think about what I'm grateful for and who I'm grateful for, I don't always take the time to tell the people around me how grateful I am for them. And to have that outpouring, um, even in a time when it's probably triggered by a, a negative problem or, or something that came up, it is really nice to hear that 
people care, that you have made an impact, that um, people are worried about you and the outcomes that um, have happened for you and just how grateful overall they are for your presence in the world. And so as I think on that and am mindful of the way that people have been reaching out to me and telling me how important I am to them in a very non-egotistical way, I have to say I am so grateful this week for the people who were courageous enough to say, we see you, we love you, we value you. And that goes a long way. It helps a lot with the pain of the issues that came up. It hurts a lot with heal, or it helps a lot with healing. And when you are in those moments of pain and confusion and hurt and fear, it is helpful to know that you have people out there who are grateful for you, are happy that you are alive, who value you as a person. And that has done a lot for my own healing and my own empowerment and my own love. And it makes me remember that when things are going well, I need to be more mindful to reach out and tell people how grateful I am for them. And as always, I am grateful for you for joining me. What are you grateful for this week? What are you grateful for today? What are you grateful for in this very moment? I love you. Thank you for tuning in this week. I hope that you have some valuable lessons here. If you know of someone who needs to hear this, please do share it with them. Send it on and please like, rate, and review our podcast so the message will be spread to others. And I will talk to you next week, my loves, on another episode of A Moment with Matthew podcast. I love you. Thank you.